Hi, um, everyone. This is Beryl Bendow from B-Verve, and I'm recording here at the podcast studio at Brick Arts Media in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I have um, Vondra Thornton here. We have Vondra Thornton here from the Brooklyn Society for Ethical Culture, uh, Marie Olaine Gateau from Niguez, and Halsey Jean Julien from Green Haiti. And we have on um, the phone, a uh, Skype phone, uh, Brian Gately. Hi, Brian. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Brian. All right. Listen, I'm going to let Vondra talk a little bit about the organization and um, Brooklyn Society for Ethical Culture and what we will be doing on May 7th, which is a Sunday from noon to 7 p.m., Will you please give us a little bit of background huh. about um, Brooklyn Society for Ethical Culture and their involvement with the Grand Kermes that's going to be taking place on May 7th. Right. So my name is Vanda Thorburn. I'm a trustee at the Brooklyn Society for Ethical Culture, and I've been a member there for about 12 or 13 years. And my introduction to the Brooklyn Society for Ethical Culture, which is a religious organization, but it's a non-theistic um, religious community um, for people who are putting deed before creed. And um, it's a, 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 a community that is helpful for people like myself, who is um, an activist and an organizer, and I want to have a community that I can uh, can organize with, and uh, the Brooklyn Society has been such a community. And it's thanks to uh, Charlie Horwitz, who um, introduced me to the society because he too was just the epitome of a community activist and organizer. I actually met him playing tennis. And then after a tennis game, he said, well, you know, I'm off to a meeting at BCAN. Want to come with? And then the next time I played tennis with him, he said, you know, I'm going to the Brooklyn Society for Ethical Culture. You want to come with? And so I got involved in all of the many um, organizing efforts that uh, Charlie Horwitz was involved in. And the uh, celebration is actually um, uh, the our memorial platform is to the uh, to honor um, Charlie as a an organizer. He was, you will come to the program and you'll find out about who he was, but he was a, a terrific uh, um, civil rights leader back in the 60s. He spent 10 years in in Mississippi, came up. He was a labor lawyer for the, uh, the migrant workers, etc. Thank you so much, Vantra. Would you like to introduce Brian in reference to what he has worked with Charlie and or the Brooklyn Society for Ethical Culture as it relates to the Grand Kermes and, and the Haitian community? That's right. So the important part about this is Charlie, who was an organizer and had a finger in every pie, and one of the big pies that he had was in Haiti. And so I met uh, Mary Elaine through Charlie and her Haitian, um, uh, and she had taken uh, Brian, um, Charlie down to Haiti, and she'll tell that story in a minute. But in doing my research, because Marie Elaine said, you know, you have to uh, find somebody who worked with Charlie on Francaise USA. 
And so th through that, I met briefly uh, with um, Brian Gatley, who was on the um, executive uh, board with uh, Charlie and has some lovely stories to share about him. And, and Brian, you're right down there in um, Cornelius uh, from Mexico. Brian? Yes. Hi. Yes, so um, I'd like you to speak a little bit about your connection with the um, Brooklyn Society for Ethical Culture as it relates to your work with Charlie and I believe Yolaine, who is here with us in the studio, um, as part of a uh, work effort. And it was called Francoze. Is that how you pronounce it? That's correct. Okay. Right. So I'll let, between you and Yolaine, explain what that was and what you worked together on. But okay. Go ahead, Brian. All right. Thank you. Um, so Francoze is a microfinancial institution in Haiti. It was founded in 1994 and uh, by Father uh, uh, Joseph Philippe, a Haitian priest. And uh, Charlie came on the board a year before me. I came on the board around 1998, 1999. Uh, and the board terms are three years, and the term limited after three terms. So we each were on the board for nine years. So what does Focus A do? It started out just as doing microfinance or finance, helping, uh, having people save and also making loans. The target market was what in, in Haitian Creole are called petit marchand, which means petit marchand in French or little merchants in English, mainly women. The sellers you see on the street, they don't have storefront offices, they sell directly on the street. They sometimes go to DR, Dominican Republic, and buy stuff wholesale like detergents, uh, household items, and then they go to Port-au-Prince or other towns in, in uh, Haiti and resell them, and that's how they make their living. So, um, at first, as we, Focose was just concentrating on, uh, like I say, savings and loans, but then we realized that uh, we needed to take a more holistic approach. Um, now, Focus A have five, has five different levels, uh, from the very poor who uh, couldn't handle a loan even if they had one, to uh, medium-sized businesses with uh, loans over $100,000. Uh, what we found out in the 90s and early 2000s was we, we were losing a lot of clients due to sexually transmitted diseases, and AIDS, so we had to, uh, like I say, take a more holistic approach, and that included, for example, uh, sexual reproduction health, in other words, how not to get AIDS. Uh, and also, uh, literacy was important, because a lot of women couldn't read, they could just sign their name and that was it, and of course, if you're running a small business, it's more important to be able to read and also do math. So. Focuse came up with a series of, you might call them um, cards with uh, drawings on them, to, and then training people that, to how to do business with just visual drawings, and then moving that on to uh, 
Creole and French language. So that was a very important is a, a very important program. Where did where did this mostly take place and what part of Haiti? Good question. Um, one of the uh, attributes that's really uh, amazing about Foncose is it's all over Haiti in very small villages, towns, at, at, as well as uh, Port-au-Prince, the capital. So, um, and uh, in the various hurricanes and earthquakes that have hit Haiti, Foncose has proved to be invaluable because we could reach out and communicate in the very outlying areas where the mainstream organizations couldn't do it. Focose has a satellite network. In other words, they use satellite phones to connect and uh, do their accounting business. So that turned out to be very important. And also uh, on transfers, money transfers from the United States and other uh, diaspora areas. Um, are very important. People want to send money back to their family in Haiti, and how do they get the money there? There are other services, but like Western Union, they've lowered their prices recently, but they were charging a whole lot of money just to do that, whereas Foncose had better access to the end user and did it much more cheaply. Well, I have a question. Um, back then, how did people learn about this organization, I mean, in a um, small village or whatever, and then well, how right. did you do the training, and how did you get the money there, what did they have to fill out an application? I'm saying this as someone coming from Brooklyn, New York, who has never been to Haiti, and just using my imagination as to how the business actually transpired. All uh, right, good question. We'd open an office, a storefront office in the, in the little villages, and pe the red would, the word would spread very quickly, uh, word of mouth that here we you could come here and do your business um, of getting a loan or making or, or saving money. So, um, also loan officers use motorbikes to get around because it's. Um, there isn't much public transportation. It's hard for them to, you know, you can use a donkey or, you know, a co common uh, bus. But it's, so, um, also um, advertising. So, um, yeah, being visible, uh, being there right in the uh, towns is, isn't a problem. Mm -hmm. And. So that's that's how it works. Well, and, uh, go ahead. I'd like, <clears throat> excuse me. I'd like to bring Yolaine in to the conversation with her experience, and then maybe the two of you might be able to add something together. Go ahead, Yolaine. Okay. I'm Yolaine Gato, the co-founder with James Fidemi of Neges Foundation. Neges is an acronym for NEST for Educational Growth and Environmental Safety. I, we were, I mean. Uh, we were the first people to take Charlie to Haiti in 1997, where in his outing, he went to visit uh, Fondois, which is the first town that actually l launched um, uh, Francozé. That's where he met uh, Father Philippe, and uh, he later on became member of the board uh, of Francozé USA. Um, my experience with Charlie is the fact that um, in the past, in Haiti, there was a such thing of 
community people meeting with the government. So on his first trip to Haiti, there was a, a problem with a high school where uh, a swimming pool. He taught me how to get involved uh, to, to, to establish a dialogue with the government. Um, uh, at first, at first, we thought that uh, if there's a problem in town, if it's not the government, then the community people cannot just decide to solve the problem. You have to go to the government. So on Charlie's first trip, we did tell him that uh, we saw the problem, but uh, there is no way we can solve it because uh, they will not allow us. So he said, um, let's go for fact-finding. That was his famous <laughs> line. So he said, let's go. We went to the mayor's office. And he asked the mayors to, to sit with us. And they did. The next day, sign, Charlie, had, as a lawyer, had the mayor sign uh, a paper stating that from now on, um, AT, AT Exchange Partnership will work in, uh, in, partner, in partnership with the government to solve the community problems. <laughs> that was my lesson from, from Charlie. So if you would please, Yolaine, bring it fast forward to current times. What is Anagez doing and how are you doing it? And maybe also how can you relate it to the American Haitians and then bringing it back to their home? Okay. We, have, we have witnessed in Leogan so many issues regarding the environment. We are a small organization. However, we might not have funding to do beach project, big projects. Since uh, the co-founder and I were for the board of ed, and we were both, we are both teachers, so we decided the best way to approach it is to education. It doesn't have to be on a practical way, but to educate. And we started with children. We started a summer camp. We, we call it Candamitié, uh, which is Camp Friendship, where we taught children how the benefits or the virtues of trees uh, at first, even trees or animals, people would just pass and kick animals for no reason. And we teach them what's the, we, we educate them, not teach them, educate them about the, the role of each, each, each thing in nature, from the animals to the plants. How and we how it has to be from, respected. That's correct. So we started with children. So, and then we teach them uh, what we'll do the summer. The children would adopt a tree. They would say, we love you, we kiss you, and then learn about the virtue of that tree. So that's how we started, education. Later on, we moved with women. Uh, we started uh, micro-credit, uh, micro but we don't call it micro-credit. We get micro-talent and micro-skills, the whereby we help women, we assist women to identify their skills and talents. We did education as well. And then later on, assist them. If they are, they are cooks, um, if they know how to cook, then we, we assist them to open a restaurant. If they were uh, so, uh, seamstresses, we assist them to open uh, so And how does the, the, the Haitian population here in New York, how does that work in with you working with the Haitian popular, population in Haiti? Every summer, we had teachers, Haitian or Americans, who will go with us to Haiti that support every, every activity that we're doing, whether we're through work camp or kanamiti. Uh, so that's how we get people involved based on the talents that they have, they will go and assist with whatever talents we give them in Haiti. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, so um, thank you very much, Brian. Do you have anything else that you'd like to add, perhaps any vision that you see that you think should be happening now and in the future? I, I, I was glad to talk about Funko Jose, but I really wanted to talk about Charlie and what a, 
uh, fantastic spirit he was for our board, both from an esprit de corps point of view. In other words, he people looked up to him. He was the life of the party. And also from a techno, te technical point of view, of course, he's a lawyer. He was a labor lawyer for New York. So he was able to read documents, de catch details that the rest of us might overlook. Now, he was invaluable in that way, too. So that's, he was a real mensch, to use the Jewish <laughs> term. Uh, he not only uh, was the life of the board, in other words, people... When he would, people would light up when he was around. He was just special. So I really wanted to convey that. You know, Foncose, you can look up uh, foncose.org and get all their information. Uh huh. Thank you very but, much. Thank you very much, Brian. It was great okay. talking to you. Okay. All right. Thank bye bye. You, all right. Now I'd like to introduce Halsey Jean Julien, and he is representing Green Haiti, who is also one of the sponsors for the Grand Kermes. So, welcome, Halsey. Could you give us a little background about Green Haiti, what you are doing, um, and your involvement with the Brooklyn Society for Ethical Culture in their um, sponsoring the Grand Kermes? Uh, first of all, let me say thank you for giving us the opportunity uh, to uh, tell uh, uh, the community about this special event that will be taking place on May 7th. Um, I am a member and representing Green Haiti. Uh, it's a volunteer organization that was founded by Dr. Alki Sanville uh, after the earthquake in Haiti of 2010. Uh, it's a great organization that Haitian professionals give uh, their time, their vacation time, to uh, go to Haiti and offer their <coughs> skills, their specific skills. Um, as it relates to Mr. Charlie Always, uh, Green Haiti shared the vision, the progressive vision of Mr. Charlie Always, the international humanitarian work that he did and the uh, community organizing that he did. We share that vision, uh, the progressive vision of uh, this great man. Uh, we want to honor him that day so that his work uh, will not be forgotten. Um, Green Haiti recently has uh, gone to Haiti with a group of... Uh, uh, with. Uh, Dr. Alki Sandville and three dental hygienists uh, to educate the local Leogan uh, children population in uh, OO health, OO hygiene, and uh, it was a great success. Um, they educate a few hundred kids and donate a few hundred uh, toothbrushes and uh, uh, educate them on how to use it. We have a special uh, program uh, that we go to Haiti often. Uh, we have promoted uh, planting 50,000 mango trees. And, of course, mango trees is a cash crop for the Haitian farmer. After five years, they can uh, get mangoes and sell it on the market. Um, recently, we have uh, uh, revolutionized uh, an idea with four special plants in which planting together 
will keep the uh, soil from eroding. Um, these four magical plants, um, they survive flooding and they survive uh, dry seasons. So uh, these four magical plants will enable the Haitian reforestation project to uh, to be uh, uh, replicated across Haiti so that all the mountains could be green again. So we can have the forest back, the uh, uh, the mist, the, the, the light mist in the air again, and the environmental clear. That's a wonderful vision. Thank you very much. Um, what I'd like to do right now is let everyone know in the audience the um, Grand Kermes uh, charity event uh, sponsored by Negez Green Haiti and the Brooklyn Society for Ethical Culture will be on Sunday, May 7th, between noon and 7 p.m., Admission is free. The address is 53 Prospect Park West. Like again, I, I will say that they have free admission. Um, one of the things that they need are people with arts, crafts, musicians, um, dancers, face painters uh, to have, um, have those people please call and ask about uh, being able to, to do that type of uh, performance. They also will be offering tables for $50 for the whole day for anyone who would like to set up a table to sell their wares, crafts, artisans, uh, you have it. All right, so I'd like the um, Yolaine and Halsey to please give us um, some of the same information, but in Creole this time. Yolaine? Map salue toute communauté haïtienne là et que New York, Canada, à tout côté que nous y est. Invitez-nous à un grand kermes. Nous connaissons les kermes, là nous dit la caille n'a pas kermes. C'est pour nous honorer un grand nègre et Charlie Howitz qui lui-même était un visionnaire et puis qui était fait pile travail avec et font causer en Haïti pour te soutenir ça de pas gagner au petit machin qui pas de jeune en point devant grand nègre. Donc, euh, dimanche euh, 7 mai, la Booking Society, à partir de midi jusqu'à 7 heures, c'est dans 53 Prospect Park West. Pour payer 5 heures, venez avec nous, venez célébrer Grand Nexa qui était un grand potomitan, la culture nous, la caille nous, qui font un bel travail avec nous. Donc, moi-même, moi, Mayo Lengato, n'a pas avec Neges que nous-mêmes tous, nous comptons sur vous, nous déjà avec nous. Merci. OK. Nous avons souhaité la communauté haïtienne. Bonsoir. Nous avons un grand KMS de charité à 7 mai. Alors, Green Haïti avec Negues Foundation, Foundation, c'est sponsor, et la prend place à on uh, church sous Prospect Park West. Alors nous t'avons venu avec toute la famille. Uh, toute la famille vini vin uh, abgen musique, abgen craft, abgen moun kap van manger. Alors vini vin avec toute la famille. Uh, 
Si vous avez besoin d'informations, vous pouvez contacter Green Haiti à eol.com ou 718-623-2515. Encore Green Haiti à eol.com ou 718-623-2515. Alors, n'abtez nous. Vini, vini avec nous, vini supporter nous. May 7. Okay, so if you'd like some information about getting a table or if you would like to do arts, crafts, sell arts, crafts, if you're a musician, if you're a face painter, uh, please contact greenhaiti at aol.com, G-R-E-E-N-H-A-I-T-I at aol.com, or you can call 718-623-2515. Remember, the date is May 7th, noon to 7 p.m., at 53 Prospect Park West, which is in the Park Slope section of Brooklyn, and the admission is free. It'll be a great day for family fun, so come on out. Thank you. Uh, this is Beryl Benbow from Beverve here at Brick Arts Media. Thank you. Have a good day.